Welcome to the Social Sunshine Podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Crossan, and I'm here to help you build a brand, make an impact, and have some fun on social media. I'm the owner of Fun Love Media, a social media management and content creation agency in Houston, Texas. I'm a wife, a mom of two, and when I'm not working or with my family, you can find me on my Peloton bike or tread, dancing on social media, or cuddle up with wine watching reality television. Please know that this show could include some grown-up language here or there. Let's get started. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the Social Sunshine Podcast. I am your hostess, Brittany Crossan. This is episode 83. What is up? Welcome back. If you've been here before, thank you for coming back to me. Come back. Um, If you're new to the show, well, welcome to the party. We uh, usually have a pretty good time on the show, if I do say so myself. It's a really good episode today. My girl, Sarah Hugay, is the guest. She is also a social media manager, just like me. She's in Canada. We met through the wonderful power of social media, of course. I think technically we first met on TikTok. And then, of course, the relationship went to the next level and we uh, became Instagram buddies. And then we became Clubhouse room moderating buddies. And now we're just collaborating and love on each other's content and hang out all the time on social media. So anyway, she's a really cool gal, really smart. Um, While we do kind of like basically the same types of work, it's quite cool because we're very different still. So she has different types of talents than what I have, you know, and vice versa. Um, So it's really a cool example, honestly, of like collaborating with other people on social media that are in your same industry without worrying about being competitive. Um, Because once you build up that level of confidence that, that, you know, probably a lot of people strive to, you're not worried about that competition thing anymore because you know that the people that are meant to work with you will work with you, right? Whoever jives well with me is going to work with me. Who jives well with her is going to work with her, right? Like it's it's all good and we have so much fun because also we like understand each other's lives. Like we understand the social media management and content creation life. So anyway, um, so Sarah is really cool. She's coming up here in just a few minutes. So I'm just I'm just thinking like what's been happening the last week? If it, it feels like so much. Um, okay. First of all, okay. I have a few things I'm going to tell you about. First of all, I have to brag on my most recent, um, guest speaker in my membership. So if you're not familiar, I run a uh, membership that's called small biz social society and it's for, uh, small business owners and entrepreneurs that are, you know, super ambitious, wanting to like really, um, step up their game when it comes to social media marketing, um, and really like create cool content, get the help training support that you need and all that jazz and have fun with it. That's what this membership is, you know, all about. And, and it's, it's been such a, such a, really, really positive thing in my life since I launched it last year. And our most recent guest speaker, Nick Harrison, is like TikTok superstar. Okay. And he, I mean, I mean, as as I'm recording, he has over 600,000 followers and he came as the guest speaker for the membership. And it was just one of the best conversations I've ever had with a guest. Um, he, he just wants to make content to make people feel good or make them laugh or, 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 you know, inspire them. And that's just like the whole point. And 
I relate to that so much because I make a lot of content like that too. And so to hear him talk about how he's just trying to spread some goodness into the world and that he's had all of the success on TikTok, um, I don't know. It's just, it's just, it was just really, really gave me like warm and fuzzy feelings. So it, that was a really cool thing that happened this last week. Another cool membership thing that happened was we had our, um, our May, um, member spotlight and, um, the member that got the spotlight is Christina and she's, um, a feng shui expert and a mom and educator. And it was really fun talking to her too. Like I love doing those member spotlights every single month, a new member gets spotlighted. And so it helps everybody like, cause everybody gets to watch like while I talk to that member, you know, and so it gets broadcasted live. And so all the other members get to like, learn more about that person, learn more about the business. And that person kind of gets like a little, you know, 30 minute coaching session basically. Um, and we had so much fun talking about it. I learned a lot about feng shui. I've learned a lot from her. I've learned a lot from all of the members. So that's been some really cool, um, membership stuff going on. As far as other work stuff, one thing I'm working on right now that's kind of cool is I'm helping this client of mine create this online series, like an online show, an interview show, um, where she's focusing on people that are about 65 years old because that's what her business is, like the type of uh, services that she sells uh, apply to that age range. And she's going to interview people that are in that age range and talk to them about like life lessons and oh, I'm, I'm, and she needs my help, of course, like to like, you know, get the show, um, get all the marketing done, get everything promoted, get everything set up. I'm so stoked about that. Like the types of things that people are doing on social media is so freaking cool. I mean, it's just a beautiful opportunity. That's just the bottom line. I'm, I'm sure you've heard me say it before, but it is an opportunity to do some cool things and make some things happen, spread some goodness, educate people, have fun. I just, I'm just obsessed. So that's a really cool um, new project that's about to be happening for my company for Fun Love Media. And then personal wise, like, okay, so the most recent big thing was my daughter Romy's um birthday party that she had with her friends. Okay. So she turned seven and we had like a little small family thing, you know, so that she could actually, you know, get that quality time with family and all that because, you know, like a kid's party, it's just like madness. <laughs> and it was, it was, it was madness, but it was good madness. It was so good. We got a water slide and it was like a really big water slide. I don't know. It's like 20 foot tall or something, you know, one of these blow up bouncy house water slide things. And we invited all these kids. Um, and you know, like last year, a lot of these kids didn't even get to have birthday parties. So it's like, we're overcompensating <laughs> for the, <laughs> for the lost birthday parties last year, because that was a big fucking water slide. All right. I mean, it was very big. It was squeezed into our little yard and these kids were flying down this thing. Like I was afraid they were going to fly off into the bushes. One of them almost did. Um, but <laughs> They had an absolute blast and uh, so many of her friends came and they all sang so loudly and, and sweetly to her happy birthday. It almost made me cry. It was just really, really precious. And I just, I love those kinds of moments as a parent and it makes me really thankful just to be a parent and also to just have that ability and desire to provide those kinds of moments for my kids, you know, like the, the, whether it's a birthday party or a special moment with family 
or a trip or an experience, you know, whatever it is. It's just really, really special. So that went really well. They were flying down that water slide like crazy. Um, thank the good Lord nobody got injured. <laughs> I'm that parent that's paranoid about that. Like I'm the parent at the playground with the toddler that's like stressed to the max. Like I'm I'm afraid they're going to walk off the edge of the the little jungle gym thing. I'm afraid they're going to break a bone. I don't know. I like, I don't know what to do about it. I don't enjoy being there. I'm stressed out the whole time. I can't just sit down and relax like the other parents. I, it's, if there's like a good possibility of injury, I, it's, it's my weakness. It's my parenting weakness. So you can imagine when this water slide and these kids start flying down and almost flying out the side of that thing. I was like, Oh, holy shit. I'm going to need to not watch this. I'm going to need to let this be a daddy thing and he can hang out here and I'm going to need to scoot over there so I don't stress the hell out. Um, <laughs> but anyway, um, it was good. Everything's all good. That's a little, that's just a little fun update for you. I thought it would be fun to kind of fill you in on what's going on in my business and in my life. There's lots more, but Lord knows we do not have time for that because my chat with my friend, Sarah Hugay is coming up next. Today's guest is a social media manager and coach that specializes in helping small businesses show up on social media with ease and with a clear strategy. She's a master at content planning and, might I add, making the content look beautiful. Just go look at her own Instagram. She lives in Vancouver with her husband and son and a fun fact is that she is a fellow reality TV lover that watches everything from Housewives to Southern Charm, just like me. Welcome to the Social Sunshine Podcast, Sarah Hugay. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> so excited, I guess. Um, I'm excited to have you. Sarah and I are Instagram buddies. We have been collaborating a lot recently uh, on Clubhouse and on Instagram Live Rooms. So it's great to also have you here to talk to the people of the Social Sunshine Podcast. So tell everybody um, in your own words, like, I would love to just hear like why you even started working in social media. What led you here? What's your story? Uh, so long story short is I had an online jewelry store. It was called earrings and stuff, uh, which I ran for, I actually just shut it down. Like at the start of 2020 before the pandemic, I was just like, I just made a clear cut and decided to go fully into social media. But basically I had my online store for, you know, four or five years served full time. And then when I was on maternity leave, I was, you know, thinking about outside things that I wanted to do because if anyone's been in the service industry, eventually you need to get out. Uh, so I was chatting with my friend saying I, I was maybe going to try to do some social media management. Maybe restaurants would be a good fit because I'd been in the industry for 15, 20 years. And then she happened to go out for a drink and a manager of the restaurant that she knew was like, oh, I wish someone would just take care of my Instagram. And she was like, I literally just talked to my friend Sarah about this like 10 minutes ago <laughs> and then that's kind of how it started. So it's almost like my jewelry store. I know I was super lucky. Like I organically got clients. Um, my jewelry store kind of acted as my resume. Okay. Yeah. That's so that was cool. kind of like my proof of concept and yeah, I learned photography along the way and that's kind of how it all started. So this all started for you. The social media stuff started for you, what, a little more than a year ago? Uh, no, my son's going to be turning four in May. So, oh, it was three okay, years. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, you said that. Yeah. Too. I guess like three years and then finally, oh, it was the, I'm sorry. It was the jewelry thing that shut down a year ago, but okay. Yeah. Okay. And then I was doing both for a while. And right. then as you know, when you're trying to run 
it was hard to like put my jeweler hat on, put yes. my management hat on. And um, at the time, like my, has, well, I say husband, but actually Jeff and I aren't married. We've just been together for like 15 years, but that's easy. <laughs> details, it's details, whatever. <laughs> um, anyways, he was working full time. So it's like, you know, hard to do it all. You have a kid and businesses and this and that. And I'm like, I just need to be focused on one thing. They always say work on the part of your business that makes you the money. And that's what was bringing in the money. So I just decided to make a clean, clean cut, but it was definitely hard because that was like what got me started in all of this. Right, right, right. Wow. I understand. I actually, that's interesting. I didn't realize we had that in common that one that I used to actually have a t-shirt shop uh called kind kiddo which maybe it'll maybe it'll have a re rebirth one day but um and then I like you once I got busier with social media and that was actually paying money when t-shirts really just were not um yeah I stick with that and moved yeah don't you find it's hard for product-based businesses yeah yeah it's really hard I can't (laughs) Yeah, it's I'm, totally different than advising service-based businesses. You can, I'm not saying that that's easy either, but it's like product-based is just like a whole other beast. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, you're competing like, like me, I'm selling t-shirts over here. I'm competing with Target. Like what the hell? Totally. I mean, it's, it's weird. Yeah, and that was the same with me. My jewelry was like half, like at first I started ordering wholesale stuff that I liked. And then as I got more into the business, I started making stuff took like a soldering class. So I definitely did have that handmade, but it takes so much time too. So, right. And yeah. And then you have your competition with these big box stores that yeah. you see the same necklace. It's just like, well, obviously someone's going to buy it from Target for like $9.99 and not little old Sarah for 25. So. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a, that's a rough, that's, that's a rough uh, time sometimes, especially getting started. But um, I love that we have that in common. That's cool. And Oh, and the other thing I was going to say that we have in common is that my social media management started similar to that. Not that it wasn't a friend that was hearing about it, but a a guy that we went to high school with just noticed that I was good on social media, just sharing a lot of my own stuff. And I kind of helped one person already. And he's like, could I just pay you to do this? Like take it off my hands. Same, same as you, like a lot of business owners want, like, it's interesting. There's different kinds of business owners with this with social media management, right? There's some that are like, oh my God, I don't want to screw with it at all. Please just take it, do it. Like I have probably have some clients that probably, maybe they never see their Instagram. I don't know if they ever even look, you know, but then there's some people that aren't quite like that. that want to be involved. Totally. Do you have, do you have, have you had both? Yeah, I have like one of my clients is like a real estate team and they honestly, half the time I just go on their website to be like, oh, did they sell something? Do they have a new listing? <laughs> And they're just like, Sarah, you do whatever. Just like, we're busy. Like, we just need to know that like stuff's going out on our Instagram and our Facebook. And and it was actually like friends, like a girlfriend that I've been friends with for years. And like, I worked with her husband for years. So she knows my work ethic. So she's just like, once I kind of took over, they're just like, whatever. Just do. (laughs) So I'm just like, yeah, I'm just self-sufficient over here. Going on your guys' website to see what's going on. And then yeah, certain clients that definitely want to be more involved and stuff like that. But right, right, right. I love that. Yeah. I, I have the same, same thing with a couple of people. I, I'm actually on, 
I actually asked one of my clients if they would add me to their email list just so, cause, cause they're really getting disciplined about sending out emails regularly and they're not having me do it. Although I can't, that is one of my services. They had already started that before they met me. And so they're like, oh, we're so excited. We have these email sequences all set up and it's very structured and da, da, da. And I was like, that's great. Could you add me to your email list so that I can know what's going on in your business? And then I'll post about things on social media. So I totally understand. Um, so what do you prefer? Do you prefer the people that are more hands-on? No. <laughs> or yeah, it's like a little bit of both for me. Like if it's easy for me to kind of think of the content. Yeah. Yeah. But sometimes it's like pulling teeth, you know, like I'm like, you yeah. gotta give me something. Right, right. No, you're, that's so funny to hear that from somebody else. I don't, really, I don't really get to talk to other social media managers. And it's so true. Sometimes it is like pulling teeth. I do, I do tend to like it. I think when people are more hands off, um, for the most part, only because whenever you're thinking, like whenever you're the social media manager and you're also creating content, like I'm not, they're not handing me over stuff that they've like, made for me to just put on there. Like, you know, we're having to, I'm like, I'm editing videos or I'm, you know, whatever. And I think whenever you're the person doing that and you're getting creative for them and you're trying to like make things flow and go a certain way, if they're like, oh, but I, I also want to randomly post something on my Instagram. It's like, whoa, hang on. Oh <laughs> no, randomly posting. I'm never on board with that. <laughs> it's like, I'm never on board with the random. What posting. are you doing? Oh, look at the grid. It was flowing. We have a certain thing going here. So, so yeah, that can be, that can be a little, a little hard, but, um, but yeah, I don't know. It's cool. Um, so I want, I wanted to talk about a couple of things with you today. Um, what, one of them actually we were talking about before we started recording, you were talking about how you had over this past weekend taken a break from your own um, Instagram. So not your clients, obviously, but for you, what's up with that? Like, why did you do that? Do you mind sharing like why you did that? And cause I mean, it's not common for somebody like you or somebody like me to do that, right? Like we're in the yeah. social media world. I know, which is so funny. Cause it's like the fact that it's even a thought to be like, I'm not going to post for three days. <laughs> I know, like, this is so- such a huge deal, but it is a huge deal for somebody like you, somebody like me, we're, we're very much into social media. We're very, yeah. you know, we're participating. Always every on day. stories. Yeah. And always. Even- I mean, it's your business. So you're, you're going to be on there a lot. So what was the deal with that? Why did you take a break and how did it feel? I just was feeling like I just kept trying to keep up with the Joneses and I'm like I was just like stuck on like a hamster wheel and it's like I have the content I got reels drafts for days like I got stuff that I could post but I was like I just didn't feel like posting and then having to engage like I was like I just need like a mental break and I just felt like I was just trying to chase like the more 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 because I'm like trying to get to my 10k and then it's like Obviously, it's going to be amazing once I get to my 10K followers, but we know that that's not the beat. It's not like I'm going to get to 10K and all of a sudden I'm going to be <laughs> right. like 10K months or you know what I mean? Like, yeah, but I'm trying to like get to that milestone. So I just feel like I was just stuck on like the hamster wheel and then kind of like what we talked about on our Instagram live room last week where I'm just like, I feel like I've gotten a little bit away from sharing more like personal stuff because I've been so like oh, I got to post this reel. That's like a tip-based reel and then it's going to get shared. And I'm just like, I feel like I just need to like step back to be like, okay, well, what is my personal brand? Like I used to share stuff of like my son and talk about beach days. And, but I guess during quarantine, we haven't really been doing anything. So maybe that's like where the shift kind of happened. I don't know, but I just felt like I just needed to like regroup a little bit. 
Right, right, right. I understand. Yeah, it's it's hard, but you, like you said, keeping up, and you don't even always. For, I don't know, but for for you, but for me, like I don't even always realize that I'm doing that necessarily. Like it's not like a conscious effort. Like oh, I got to do what she did, or it's not like that. It's yeah. just like you you realize that you're like, well, calm down, sister. What is happening? Like, yeah, and so I, I will do that. Yeah. And I'll do that too. Like with certain reels videos, especially because we both know how powerful reels can be and people like watching them and they're fun and it's all this good stuff. So definitely, definitely do reels. We advise it, but it's, it's like, um, you really can get like, um, a little hardcore, a little too hardcore with that probably like making. Yeah. So I feel like that's what was happening with me. So I'm like this week I have my content plan. I'm going to do like a one carousel post, I got an IGTV live. I got one real plan. I'm going to do a gift post. Like, I'm like, I'm just trying to like, right. not go so hardcore. See if I, yeah. So I kind of planned out the next couple of weeks and we'll right. see what right. I do. Yeah. I need to get off the hamster wheel. Right. Yeah. You know, I, I know a lot of people listening are going to relate to that. And it's funny too, because when you work at home, like whether, even if you're out there, you're not a social media manager, you do whatever it's, it's like, it's hard to have those boundaries of when, cause you know, like something that you might be doing on Instagram, if you're sharing a reel, that's tips, that's part of your business. You're not just like playing around on Instagram. You're doing that for your business. Just like, there's a lot of things I'm doing for my business, but, and it's like, you could just do, do that on a Saturday and you could then, you know, engage with people for an hour and turn it into this whole thing. And you have to have these boundaries when you work at home, like, Nope, wait, hang on. <laughs> and I'm not always very good at that. Are you good at that? Usually on a regular basis? I'm not very good at that. I admit. Yeah. I don't know. Like I have some, some of my clients, like I don't have to post on the weekend. So I don't have to worry about them for my own stuff. I usually post for myself, like on a Saturday or a Sunday, like I typically don't post like both days. Yeah. And then I usually do pop on stories and stuff, but like we talked about because of quarantine and all this stuff, it's not like I've really been up to anything. (laughs) So there's like not much to document, but I mean, with the weather getting warmer, usually on the weekends, we like go to the beach all day and like do that kind of stuff. So I'll usually like have photos that I can share about that or like in my stories. So I feel like it does get a little bit more personable, but I feel like ever since Reels came on the scene, I've just been like this Instagram tip, like robot. And so, yeah, you give like find the balance again. Right. Yeah. And you have been on a major role and I, and I know knowing what you're doing and being, having an inside look, I can see what you mean. Like everybody else is probably like, what do you mean? Like you're sharing these great tips. This is great. Whatever (laughs) I'm benefiting from it. It's free information, but yeah, you're right. Like it's an interesting balance whenever you want to, you want to have a personal brand. Like you want to, I mean, you know, obviously we all choose how personal you get, you know, that's your thing, but you want to have that. It's, it's, it's a smart thing to do. People connect with that, but then like, yeah, if you're getting results from sharing like, yeah. So then you kind of get stuck in this yes. like tip yeah. based wheel. Yep. Um, yeah. so yeah, I don't know, but I mean, I am decent at sharing like vulnerable posts. Like it's like, whatever's on my mind, like I will share yeah. those with a pick, but I guess it's just like, I feel like I got away from sharing like the one aspect, like family aspect of my life, which is like a huge aspect of my life. Right. (laughs) It's a big deal. Like my husband's at home now, like he kind of helps me with my business too. So we're like all kind of doing it together. So I think that that's like good to share as well, but I just feel like I got away from it a little bit. That's really cool. I remember you telling me that before that your husband's home now and like doing, and, um, 
<laughs> your man, your husband, whatever. Um, <laughs> and um, Ryan and I have a similar situation. How are y'all liking that? Now, is this something new for y'all that he's not having like an outside job or? Yeah, like, well, because he was in the restaurant industry. So he was like home because oh. of quarantine. All the restaurants got shut down. And then um the restaurants got brought back and then he went back one day a week and then that one shift just didn't happen anymore and then we just got so used to like it's so funny like just as you get older we're just like that one Friday night shift would just like screw up the whole ecosystem of our family because it's like work till one or two maybe have drinks after and then it's like the next day leads to like a sleep in and then it's just like it's like this one night shift just like screwed up everything so and like I said we had both worked in the restaurant industry for years so it's literally taken us uh, pretty much since quarantine started to like feel like we're like regular adults where we can like go to bed at 11 and like eat dinner <laughs> five nights a week at home like this is like all new for us so yeah it's kind of been like over the last year I know we're just like it's so traditional like, of you <laughs> I know like we're just like oh this is new because yeah we just always like we live downtown we just always live like that restaurant kind of right. lifestyle yeah um but yeah some days some weeks he'll help me with more some weeks not but I just like knowing if I were to say to him can you go into later and do this can you look up hashtags for this he would like know what to do but so some weeks he helps more than others it just depends on my workload and like what I need help with but I just like knowing that he knows the basics now that's awesome well I'm I'm just starting to try to let like teach Ryan some basics I just actually handed an account over to him a smaller easy my easiest account that I have because I'm the business is growing which is wonderful but what happens is what I'm noticing is that when your business is growing you in like a service-based business like we do you end up in this interesting in-between thing where like you're not quite ready to have a full-time employee but you're not you know what I mean and I feel like I'm like one account away from that yes I'm like one or two accounts away from being like okay Jeff I'm gonna need you like more now slash yes, yes. virtual assistant I don't know so I feel like I'm, I'm in that similar situation where I'm like I'm close to yeah I can't you can't do it all yourself right no you can't you can't so well hey cool that they that we have them to uh, to support us so okay so now I also wanted to ask you about what are you like just as a social media manager because you have a different perspective than what everybody else has what are you what do you like? What do you think really? Okay, hang on. Let me word this the right way. This is going to sound like a cheesy question, but what actually works on social media? And what I mean by that is like, are there things where people get so caught up in this or that and get distracted? And then you just know that, like, actually, this is really the thing or things that you, for you, like that have worked for your clients. You know what I mean? Like, some people get too caught up in, like, if my picture looks a certain way or did I use the wrong hashtag or did I post at the wrong time of day? And maybe- Yeah, that, maybe that was the one that I was going to say. The timing? The time of day one. It's like, I always say to people like, obviously bearing don't post at three in the morning, but I think anywhere from like 8 a.m. to like 8 p.m., whatever you have time right. to engage after you post is better than the optimal time that Instagram says. Right. That's my personal opinion. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. And I do notice like with trial and error, cause sometimes I'm sure you, you probably experience the same, like I'll do things sometimes just to see what shit happens. I don't know. <laughs> just a, almost like an experiment. And I do notice sometimes it seems like there's certain times a day that might be better, but then as soon as I feel like I have that down, when I go and try it again, it's not necessarily the case. It's so weird. Mm-hmm. There's too yeah, many variables. It's changing. 
Yeah, you know, it's funny because um, every month I put out like a content calendar. It's like one of my best performing posts. I've done it since January where I literally like plan people's content for the entire month. And it's like my best, yeah, it's been my best performing post every month. It keeps getting better. But then this one, I had it ready and I just posted it like eight in the morning. because I was like, whatever, I have it ready. Let's post it. Let's get it off the table for the day. Yeah. And it didn't really perform half as well as the March one. So I'm like, oh, I wonder if that 8 a.m. time wasn't really ideal, specific <laughs> standard time. Right. I should have waited to like nine something, or maybe it was just something, whatever, with the Instagram world. Who knows? Right. Yeah, it's it's hard. There's so many things. And then there's then like people that are looking for help with social media are hearing all of the help. Oh <laughs> like my gosh, from I know. All I feel so people. bad for people. I don't know. How do you even like, how do you even know who to, who to trust? And it doesn't mean that the person's lying. It's just like, what's good for you. What would work for you? I, I just, I wonder about that because I'm not on that. You know, we're not on that side. I'm not, I mean, I do, we listen to people's tips. Yeah. But we also kind of work in it. So you kind of know your gut instinct, but like, that's not everybody's specialty. They're just trying to make money and run a business. Yeah. I would say for people to really give someone a chance, implement their tips and see if it works. And if it works, then just try to stay focused on kind of following what they say. Right. Like for me, like I'm in the industry, but I, I really enjoy menus tips from your social team. I don't know if you know her at all. Uh-uh. Um, I've bought uh, templates from her before. I, every time I kind of implement one of her strategies, it does super well. So oh. that's kind of like who I'm focused on the most right now when it comes to who I get like yeah. Instagram advice from and stuff like that. I'm actually in her membership too. Okay. <laughs> because I'm like, I just feel like every time I implement what she says to do, it works. Right. Right. Well, and that's key, right? Cause like so many people just don't implement it and not just social media. That's pretty much with like everything in life. Like, and that's what this is. Okay. I don't know if you ever noticed this, but like, I'm, I'm starting to like geek out social media manager geek out over here. So like, people are so scared to, some people are scared to give out too much free information on social media, like whatever the tips and information they give out, whatever they do, doesn't matter. And I'm always like, most of the people aren't going to actually do it. <laughs> so don't worry. You know what I mean? Like they're afraid, like, well, if I give you too much, are you going to take it and, and claim it as your own or whatever? Do you ever notice that? Cause I don't feel like people, a large percentage actually implement yeah I mean that's why like a lot of the times your freebies might even be as good as your paid product but you'll sell more of your paid product because people once they put money in the game then they're more likely to use it and you're like but I definitely go through that when it comes to creating products because I'm like right now I'm trying to work on like a content planning um VIP day or and like mini course and I'm like but I've like given away these tips for like the last like three and a like or three not three and a half years for the last like two years right but some people just like stuff packaged up yep so they can because you're right there's so much free info coming all the time right and half the time people just don't necessarily implement it right yeah so if you're out there worried (laughs) if I give out tips on social media for free will they even buy anything from me yes if they want to buy from you they will that's pretty much my like my personal content strategy and I mean even though we were just talking about how I how I need to get off the, that I need to implement a new little portion, but I've always led with value and training and education. And that's kind of how my roster stays filled up. Or now I like launch my coaching business when it comes to Instagram 
And I've always kind of led with that. I know that there's different strategies when it comes to launching and yada, yada, but I've always just led with, if people want to work with me, they'll find me, they'll consume my content and they'll reach out. That's right. kind of how I roll when it comes to that. Right. Yeah. No, that's a really great mindset. It's, it makes things like simpler too, and not so overcomplicated. I want to ask you before, before we're done about TikTok only because that's where we first connected. And yeah. I know that you've done a lot of stuff on TikTok. So what, what are your thoughts now all these months later? Cause you've like, like, when did you start TikTok and then how do you feel about it? as time has gone on and more people. Um, I started it at the start of 2020, like pre-pandemic. Okay. Um, I don't know if you know who Rachel Peterson is. Yeah. Yeah. So I basically, I bought her TikTok course. Okay. Like in January. So I was like, okay, what's this TikTok about? She's always talking about it. She's had crazy growth on there. And basically it was like, join now. You'll be an early adopter. Like blah, blah, blah. It's like her course, like a couple hundred bucks. It's like in the grand scheme of things right wasn't that much to invest yeah and then I just like fell in love with it like I think it's so fun over there um I definitely played around with different like do I follow the trends do I not now I basically just kind of do educational type ones um I feel like it worked out because then when reels came on the scene I wasn't like oh my gosh what is this like yeah, now you, I have you've been trained for- <laughs> yeah, it was like we were kind of like in training for the last like eight yeah months reels came out and she's like okay sweet now we can offer it for clients like a upper service charge and all that kind of stuff so I definitely had to take a little bit of a break for like a month or so because I just couldn't like keep up like I was just super because my because my Instagram account started getting like fired up and I just could not be in both um and so for the last two weeks I was trying to post twice a day and then obviously before this weekend when I when I have that like mini uh, hamster wheel breakdown. <laughs> I had to take a break. So I'm hoping I'll get back on it again, but right. I think that it's the best on there. I love it. it. It was like the number one way I grew my email list for months. Oh, really? Oh yeah. Cool. Because I had different, like I obviously created like different segment forms. So I knew like who was coming from TikTok, who was coming from Pinterest, who was coming from Instagram nice. and TikTok was like the number one leader for like months. Wow. That's awesome. Okay. Yeah. See, you can't, you can use TikTok for a bit. I think that TikTok is just a tough one when people think about trying to use it for their business, because mm-hmm. I think, I mean, cause you know, people think of TikTok and they think of like the kind of shit I do. They think about like people dancing or people doing comedy sketches or silly their workouts or, you know, whatever they're doing. But I love that you actually were able to ha- have it contribute to your business. And I think more and more people are probably doing that. I think it just took a while, you know? Yeah, because I think, yeah, everyone was trying to figure out, like, what is this app about? Right, right, right. (laughs) Do you feel like it slowed down a bit on there? Like, the chances of your videos kind of taking off and getting more traction now aren't really how they were six months ago, even six months before that. So it has, the landscape's totally changed. So I'm super happy I jumped in when I did, because it's like almost like there wasn't as much competition, especially when it came to education-based content. Like, no one was really, like, there was people doing it, but it wasn't like, Right. Right. People went on there. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. And it definitely like TikTok, and this is the case with any social media algorithm, but it, you definitely are more, well, more rewarded for being super active and really like putting out that content. Cause I noticed that like, just like you, when my Instagram in recent months started kind of just going crazy and growing and stuff, I shifted to make sure I could like uh, nurture that. So it went okay. You know, the growth and everything. Mm-hmm. And 
I notice a huge difference. So now whenever I post on TikTok, which is not as much as what I used to post, um, they don't perform near as well as what they did whenever I was posting like every single day without fail. I feel like at one point I was posting like eight, like six to eight TikToks a day. Like, do you remember when everyone used to do that at one point? Holy crap. I've never done that. That's impressive. Oh, but do you remember when that was like the thing? I do remember people talking about, but I was like, are they really doing that? <laughs> yeah, I, like, I, I feel like I did that for like a few weeks. Wow. I'm just like a huge batch creator. And yeah. like we've talked about in previous discussions, it's different. It depends what type of creator or business you have yeah. to film. Here's three tips to show up on Instagram stories. If you pre-plan, that takes what, all of a minute. So right. for me to say, I posted eight TikToks, you know, and maybe I spent 40 minutes right right because exactly. I'm just doing face to camera so it totally depends on the business but. yeah 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 yeah. because once you start doing those transitions where you're changing clothes and shit it's like yeah. oh my it's so like I've done it I've done that like one time where I because I had all these leggings right because I'm an affiliate for this company that they, they do leggings and uh they make leggings and so it made sense I would make a video they sent me like six pair oh okay we're gonna do these transitions right I'm on the treadmill I'm walking in one pair of leggings and you kind of hop and when I land I'm in the next pair and when I land again I'm in the and that shit took so long <laughs> I mean like because I'm like you I'm spoiled I want to like get it done in just a few minutes and I was like oh my god I'm not I'm just not a transition TikToker that's just not my thing <laughs> yeah I don't know if I've ever done it and, and I think that maybe I've gone so far as to like change my shirt after yeah, like five yeah. videos but now even for my reels like I'll batch record reels and I'm like I like I usually have this hat in my office so I might like throw that on that's about it Right, right. So like wardrobe change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, whatever. Sometimes I'm like full on just like screw it. I'm just gonna wear the same thing over and over, which is not what I teach. I would advise if you like to change your clothes, but yeah, <laughs> not always. I love that. Yeah, batching is a big deal, and I love that you love it too. And I've talked about before, like I think some people will get intimidated batching content, and I think mm-hmm. that like I, I like to give an example. One of the ways I batch content that's simple is if I just feel like I look cute that day, I just make sure and get a good bit of photos of myself that day. Like even mm-hmm. that is batching content, right? Cause you could use those photos, you know, for weeks and weeks to come. Um, mm-hmm. I think everybody's like, Oh, I got to create all these things and write out all these captions. And that's not always what batching. And even means. I think it was Lisa that mentioned it in one of our live rooms that like, yeah. it's like, oh, I might set a timer for 20 minutes and be like, see how many captions I can do write. You like, can you're do. right. Yeah. Like a lot of people are like, oh, I'm going to batch all my content. Can I need to spend six hours doing X, Y, and Z? It's like, no, it can be as little as 20 minutes. Or like, yeah. for example, me, I usually go live on Wednesdays. So that's when I have my makeup done. So that's usually when I try to batch record reels. Like I'll spend an hour and try to record and then I'm good for like two or three weeks. Yep. Exactly. I know that's how I am about makeup too. So if you, if you like to wear makeup on camera, you like to have your hair done when you have a day where your hair and makeup is done, take advantage of that shit and just start, start filming. Do whatever and I mean, I show up on my stories like all the time. People are like, Oh, yikes, Sarah. Like, I'm like, I always show up with no makeup, but I'm always just like for my lives because they live on an IGTV. It's just like, and plus, you know, as a girls or whatever, like we're in this pandemic, it's nice to put mascara on at least once a week. <laughs> right, right. Make you feel a little fancy that day. Yeah, yeah I understand. I'm on camera a whole lot. So it's, it's, um, it kind of forces me basically to, I don't always put on makeup, but, um, it kind of forces me to do it probably more than what I would have because working at home, it's kind of like, eh, 
don't really yeah, need I go to. Through phases. <laughs> I usually put on at least a base, but when it comes to mascara, I usually like once a week. I yeah. put a base on for you today. Oh, hey, I like it. Thank you. <laughs> Well, I love chatting with you today, Sarah. Thank you so much for being on the show. Um, before I let you go, tell everybody where they can find you and follow you and all the wonderful things. Um, so my IG handle is social and stuff. So pretty easy at social and stuff. <laughs> Same with on TikTok and I'm not really on Facebook, so don't even bother. <laughs> I don't know the last time I posted. On <laughs> That's amazing. Don't even bother. Yeah. All right. <laughs> um yeah, so basically the social and stuff is easy that's where you can find me dm me ask me whatever questions you have consume my content i'm always there to support anyone that's got any questions and yeah all right that's cool, my really, well, thank you so much for being here today i appreciate you yeah thank you so much for having me Thanks for listening to today's show, y'all. For more information about the podcast, go to socialsunshinepodcast.com and follow us on Instagram and Facebook and subscribe to the Social Sunshine Podcast YouTube channel. For more information about me, go to brittanycrossin.com and connect with me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, TikTok, and Clubhouse. The Social Sunshine Podcast is a Fun Love Media production. Funlovemedia.com. Bye.